Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. Drama on One is offered as a podcast at rte.ie forward slash drama on one. And of course here on RTE Radio 1 on Sunday nights. In tonight's play, Stephen Ray, Rory Keenan and Katie Davis star in The Shepherd by Garrett Baker. Jim and Louise, a happily married young couple, have just moved into a new house with their baby girl, Beth. However, when they receive an unexpected visit from the loquacious Dara, things start to unravel. With themes of an adult nature and language some may find offensive, this is The Shepherd by Garrett Baker. The Shepherd by Garrett Baker At last. Don't. You'll jinx us. Do you want a glass of wine? We're all out, remember? I asked you to get some. Oh yeah. I forgot to stop for it. Traffic was a head wreck. Do you mean the credit card company? Sorry. You're lucky you're pretty. <laughs> God, it was humiliating. Nobody would look me in the eye. I felt like this fallen woman. I wouldn't mind, but I had about five bottles of wine, you know, for the housewarming. So I felt like a lush, a broke lush, a fallen mother, trying to eke out one more purchase of booze from her maxed out credit card. The bank probably messed up the debit. Did you ask Stephen about it? No, I didn't get a chance. I'll talk to him again. Maybe we should leave the housewarming for a while. Look, I don't want to do it any more than you do, but we've put it off for months already and my friends won't take no for an answer. Nothing to do with you wanting to show off the place then? No. It would just be nice to catch up with people. Sometimes it feels like I haven't seen another human being. Outside of you, of course, my dear. And bloody builders in months. You know, baby talk with Beth and football chat with the plumber is only so much fun. And yes... Fine, I want to show off the place. Hmm. All right. Might as well get it over with, I suppose. That's the spirit. You look tired. <sighs> I am. Come here. <clears throat> Hush now, little shepherd. Oh, God. I heard you singing that awful song to Beth. You know how creepy I think it is. 
I'll have you know that song is the only thing that gets our dear sweet little banshee off to sleep. I forbid you from singing that to our child. You'll warp her. Fine. You go to sleep next time. It's soothing. Hush now, little shepherd. The wolf is Mm. far from thee. Little shepherd, go to sleep. Little shepherd, rest in peace. Jesus, find the life enemy. Who's that? I don't know. Why didn't they use the bell? Probably one of our local charming street urchins. Oh, I'll get it. Don't. I'll get it. What's wrong? Nothing. I'll get it. Jim, Jim, how are you? Sorry, excuse me. And this must be the lovely Louise. Happy days, as we're both in. Good to see you, Jim. Hope I'm not disturbing the pair of you. Jesus, do you mind if I sit down? I've been on my feet all day. Sorry, uh... Jesus, Jim, you're looking at me like you don't even know who I am. <laughs> He's a gas fella. Sit down there, Louise. Don't be standing around me as they're making me nervous. Jim, sit down, will you? Sorry, could you just tell me who you are, please? <laughs> He's a gas fella. A gas fella. Some people, you know... Some people wouldn't have the nerve to admit they didn't recognise somebody. You could go up to a complete stranger in the street and grab them by the hand and act like you're their oldest friend in the world. And the last thing they do is turn around and say to you, Sorry, who are you, please? That takes character. That's character, Jim. I like it. I like it. Okay, good. Thank you. But if you don't mind... I don't mind. I don't mind. Shut the door there, Jim, will you? You're letting in a draft. I'm sorry... I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to have to ask you to explain who you are and why you're in my house. God, he's very sure of himself, isn't he? You'd think from the way he was going on that he owned the place, wouldn't you? You'd think he had the whole place paid for already. Jim. Just tell me why you're here. Just shut the door. Jim, if you don't know who this is, could you just call the police, please? You don't want to do that, Jim. Sit, Louise. Take your hands off her. Or what, Jim? You're going to use some of that, uh, what is it, taekwondo? You're a black belt, aren't you, Jim? Very impressive. Very impressive. I wouldn't be able for all that Eastern Bruce Lee shit, so it wouldn't be a fair fight. Jim, just call the police. She's a feisty one, isn't she? Where's the babby? Get out right now or I'll call the police. Ah, Jim, Jim, let's not get off on this footing. I wanted to be friends with you both. I really did. I like you. These are just starting out. The future of this country. Mummy and Daddy and little Beth. How do you know? The future of this country. Fine couples like you starting out. We need more of yous. Right. Is that a pay-as-you-go phone, Jim, or is it bill paying? Fierce expensive, them pay-as-you-go phones. But the thing about them is, at least you know where you are with them. Isn't that right, Jim? You don't get ahead of yourself, do you? Do you see that, Louise? See how quickly he loses interest in making phone calls? That's called facing the reality of things as they are. Isn't that right, Jim? Now, shut the door. There's a good chap. Happy days. Well, I always like to get off on a good footing with people. Let them know what's what. Just fucking tell us what you want. You're talking tough there, Jim, but the situation's changed. Besides which, Jim, deep down, deep down, you know why I'm here, don't you? Now, Louise... Louise, I can tell, is not fully in the picture. Leave her out of it. Will you go upstairs and I'll sort this out? What's going on? Oh. Well. What's going on, Jim? Jim, doesn't it break your heart to see her so... 
bewildered. Louise, if I may say, you're one of those good-looking women whose beauty is enhanced with a touch of sadness and bewilderment. Don't you touch her. Wouldn't dream of it, Jim. Just it seems to me you've left her in the dark a little. It seems to me that you've been trying to shoulder a great burden. Today, Jim, I hope to relieve you of that burden. Get out of my house. No, no, we've been through all this, Jim. That's the wrong attitude to take. Now. What's that? It's a document, Louise. Louise, did you notice how Jim looked at this document? Isn't it funny how Jim doesn't get a bit scared of a big fella like me and then he sees a little piece of paper like this and he's like a little boy lost in a great big department store. Do you want to just stop taking the piss and tell me what the hell it is you're here for? No, no, no. Dear, oh dear. Louise, it looks like I'm going to have to tell Jim what's what. Jim. Jim. This document... This document entitles me to something. The first thing it entitles me to is a certain degree of respect. So don't be acting the big man, because this means, in this situation, Jim, I'm the big man. All right? What does it say? It says, everything in this little house is not what it seems. More or less. I'm paraphrasing, am I, Jim? There you go, Jim. Take it, read it, take it in. If you want, we can show it to Louise. If you don't want, we don't have to. I'm not going to tell you how to run your household. Not that I'm suggesting for a minute, Louise, that Jim here is the man in charge. Not at all. Today, I prefer to do my business with Jim. Another day, I might have preferred to do my business with you. That's how you have to be. This is the 21st century. This isn't right. What isn't right? This. This can't be right. A second ago it wasn't right. Now it can't be right. What's next? Shouldn't be right? Mustn't be right? Jim, what does it say? Jim, Louise wants to know what it says. I think it's best if I sort this out with him alone. I'm not going anywhere. Jim, Louise says she's not going anywhere. What does it say? I'd have thought it were up to Jim to give you those kinds of answers. But, well, if you're turning to me so movingly in your confusion, well, who am I to turn her down, Jim? I'm a sucker for a woman in distress. It says we owe him money. Ah, Jim, you're after ruining our little moment. But yes, Louise, that's right. It says you owe me money. It's not right. How do we owe you money? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Oh, I've got a terrible pain in me back. Oh, on me feet all day. How's your missus at massage, Jim? Are you any good, Louise? Show us your hands. Oh, nice and soft. Don't touch me. A mammy's hands. If you touch her again. What, Jim? You'll karate chop me, is it? Now, that wouldn't be very wise. That wouldn't be very wise at all. Not when you look at the big picture. It's a lovely setup you have here. I can tell you haven't scrimped on a thing. What do you mean by that? Nothing, Louise. Just nicely done out. Yourself, was it, or did you hire someone in? What? The decor, Louise. I like it. I was wondering if it was yourself, or did you hire one of those interior designers? All the rage these days, getting some poncy fella in to deck the whole place out in luxury for you. I mean, they charge an arm and a leg, that lot. Daylight robbery, if you ask me. I did it myself. Do you have a point? Did it yourself, did you? I like the floorboards. They're new, aren't they? Solid walnut. Very nice. Expensive, but... Sure, if you can afford it, why not? Only the best, eh, Jim, for our little Louise? I don't have to justify myself to you. Well, that's not quite true now, is it, Jim? 
Here. Love what you've done with the kitchen, Louise. Jim, just tell me what's going on. You know the loan we took out on, on the house stuff? Well, he... This says it's been sold. The debt has been sold to a Kilbride Collector's Agency. They can't do that. No, they can't do that, can they, Jim? They, they can't. I mean, there'd have to be some kind of clause in your contract with the loan company, wouldn't there? I mean, I don't know. Something about how if you're in default for more than six months' payments that the debt may be passed on to a third party for collection. We're not behind six months. We're not behind at all. Look how silent Jim has gone again, Louise. You can't come into our house and fuck us around. We don't owe you money. We took out money with Alliance and Trust and we're paying them back. Jim, shall I break it to her or would you like to? We're a little behind. He called six months a little behind. Very good, very good. That's very stoical of you, if you don't mind me saying, Jim. You're just the kind of chap we need in these debt-ridden times. Never mind the bank balance. We've got to keep feeding the boom. Isn't that right, Louise? It's not six months. And we're paying them. I paid them last month. Yeah, May 3rd. Barely covered one month's late fee. It's all here in black and white, Jim. Don't you worry about that. I'm very fastidious about matters like that. They can't just sell our debts to a thug. I am a legitimate collection agency. A limited liability company, no less. Very limited as it happens. And Louise, if you don't mind me saying, I don't like your tone at all. Get him out of my house. My house. My house. What did you get? 100% 100% mortgage, wasn't it, Louise? 100% mortgage. Riddled with debt. You think just because you prettify the fucking place you own it. You may not be as clever as I thought, Louise. Still, never mind. You've still got your looks. Will you do something about him? Yeah, Jim. Do something. Don't just stand there. I'll sort it. Just give us a couple of minutes to talk. I'm not leaving you alone with him. It's obviously a mistake, so just, just let me deal with it. No. You tell him, love. I thought we were up with everything. We are. We are. We are. We are. None of this is happening. If I close my eyes and count to ten, the bad man will go away. Shut up. Why don't we just ring the police? I'll sort it. If you don't, I will. I'm telling you, I'll take care of it. Etymology. What? I'm sorry to interrupt your little lover's tiff there. An awful lot of books you have, I see. And I was wondering, are either of you, by any chance, interested in etymology? The study of the origin of words? I know what etymology is. One of my interests, that. Etymology. Did either of you know the origin of the word mortgage, for instance? See, it means literally death pledge. Mort gauge. Good, isn't it? What has that got to do with anything? Well, I don't know, Louise. I just thought you might find it interesting. Just get him out, can't you? I'm sick of listening to him. Wait, wait. You might as well find out what's what. Let's just sort this out. We'll just be back with God knows what else. Yeah, and then Sensei over here won't be able to karate kick his way out of things. Just stop making wisecracks and tell us what this means. Show me it. It's wrong. There's no point. Show it to me. 35,000 euro. This says 35,000 euro. That's right. 35,000. Oh, oh, oh dear. This can't be happening. This is some kind of sick joke. Is this monitor thingy two-way? Hello, Bobby. Hello, Bobby Beth. It's your Uncle Dara. It's wrong. There's been a mistake. How's that? This. The figures, for one, are wrong. The figures? We're not in debt. You're in the wrong house. You've got the wrong people. The wrong house. The wrong people. I'll tell you what's wrong, Louise. You defaulted. Six months of default, thus entitling your loan institution to sell on their debt to a more proactive 
No, that's a very ugly American word. A more forthright collection firm. Certain penalties ensued. Our own fees are a little higher than the particular institution you went with. It says 10000 from Nace Motors. Yes, that's right. I bought your car debt. You were very behind on that one too. Naughty boy. I'll have to take it away with me today if we can't come to some sort of deal. You bought my car debt. That's not possible. Why is it not possible? Did you never see all those ads? Consolidate your debt into one easy lump payment. Sometimes that can happen involuntarily too. I don't believe you. It's bullshit. He's a bullshit artist. We have to receive a letter, a phone call. We took loans from reputable business people and... Yes, we're a bit behind, but... You're a fucking scumbag and we don't owe you anything. Dear me. Scratch the surface of the most liberal folk and what do you get? A bigot. You're not much better, Louise. The wrong house, the wrong people. Not the class of people to encounter the likes of me, eh? Is it both better wake up soon, I'm telling you. Let's just call the police. And then we'll ring our loan company in the morning and we'll get it sorted. Ring them now. The number's on that piece of paper there. What? I'm happy to take phone calls from my clients night and day. Particularly if the clients look like you, Louise. It's probably the same problem as happened with the card. Something went wrong with our account recently, so that's probably what this is all about. We'll ring Alliance and Trust tomorrow and it'll be sorted. Problems with the account, was there, Louise? Is that all it is? Sure. Well, Jim, ought to be able to sort that out in the morning, won't you, Jim? Yes. Jim. Jim. Come on now, you know there's no point in getting rid of me. You know I'll only be back later and, well, a little bit annoyed, to be honest, because the respect I was due was lacking. I admit it, Jim. Louise, I can be a very nice fella when the respect I am due is forthcoming. But if it's lacking, Jim, Louise, I can turn very nasty very quickly. Let's all sit down. I'm getting weary of all this toing and froing. We pay our debts. Jim, tell him. Silence was the stern reply. Jim. I haven't been able to make the payments of late. I've missed some. But not... Not six months worth. Why didn't you... Ah, oh, there's that sad look again. How could we have missed so many payments? Funny, isn't it? The bank fired me. What? The bank. They fired me. I fucked up an account. I made a mistake with a big client and they fired me. When? Four months ago. What? I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you. So, what have you... Where have you been going every day? I used to just drive. I'd go to internet cafes, send off resumes. Then I'd just drive around, waiting, signing on. I got a job two months ago in a telesales firm. It's barely enough to pay for bets and nappies. I'm not very good at it. It's commission. I'm sorry, I wanted to tell you. I couldn't. Scratch the surface, eh? Still, though, Louise, that took guts. I wouldn't be too hard on him. All right, he's lied to you, but for your own good, Louise, to protect you. How do you know all this? Market research. Know your product. Right now, Jim, you're my product. You and Louise. I like to know what I'm likely to come across before I enter a house. Sure, debt is one thing. Acquiring the debt of someone is easy, but knowing that person, knowing exactly what it means to them to be able to clear their debt, that's something else. Isn't it, Jim? We'll get you the money. All right, Louise. Add a girl straight in there. Well, I'm ready and willing. We need time. Well, I'm at your disposal. 
In fact, I kept the entire evening free, so no rush at all. Happy days. Does this kind of routine work for you a lot? Because it's really not working for me. Is that right? Okay, so you have us over a barrel, but it's a temporary thing. We'll get you the money, and then you'll have nothing over us. So, we're in debt to you. So what? Big deal. So you're one of these scum who try and profit off the misery of others? Fine. Fuck you. You think I'm frightened of you because you're arrogant and you love the sound of your own voice and you know one or two things about us. You don't know us. You don't own us. We don't need to show you any respect. We'll get you your blood money and I hope you choke on it. Now get the fuck out of my house. Wow. That put me in my place. I just... Oh, I just go then. Look, just get us some money when you can, yeah? Look, uh, I, I, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Holy <laughs> <laughs> messing. God, I'm not going. I only just got here. Do you only start to feel at home? You see, Louise, you're in that first phase. Denial. You're a bright, good-looking, middle-class girl. Sure, what's money to you? What's debt to you? You haven't been through what Jim here's been through. The long nights of sleepless worries. The driving round and round and round, trying desperately to think of some way of freeing himself of this terrible load he's carrying. At first he's angry, tries to throw it off him. He doesn't deserve this, he says to himself. He's a good man, works hard, but the debt won't shift through indignation. It only grows heavier. It weighs a man down, debt. You lose the fight. You lose respect for yourself. You can't help but lose it. Jim, they can't sell our debt to common fucking thugs. Yes, they can. We borrowed money from a respectable firm. Not a loan shark. Well, here's a lesson for you, Louise. Here's reality coming in, ugly and brutal to your pretty middle class. This can't be happening to me, little world. I'll tell you, Louise, this is the right house, all right. And you and Jim here, you're my kind of people. And I'll tell you why. This country is rich. Anyone with a bit of property and a head in his shoulders can be rich. But then what happens when an entire country becomes rich like this so quick is people get so caught up in the idea of being rich it sort of bleeds into everyone and everything. See? So suddenly people without the money and property think I deserve to be rich too. I deserve a big car and a house and nice things because they're all around me and that bastard I went to school with has it. That bitch down the road has it and I want it too. But the thing of it is, unless you start out rich, you can't maintain it. It's catch-22. Only the rich can afford to be rich and the rest go under. They get into debt. Oh, all the debt out there. So much debt debt, Louise. So many people refusing to allow for the fact they don't deserve richness in their lives. And the banks and the loan institutions, they're overwhelmed by the debt. So they call me. And they say, this person here is threatening to spoil the whole party with their ugly, ugly debts. Will you please take care of them for us? See? Isn't it wonderful? You think you're clever because the people you deal with are in debt to you and have to listen to your bullshit. So thanks for the lesson in economics. My husband and I will pay your debt. We'll do that. We'll make sure people know all about you too. We'll make sure people know all about those loan institutions who hire people like you. And I can't think that'll be very good for business. 
You know why? Because I'll put on my oh-so-pretty little middle-class accent for the cameras and tell them, A big, scary thug came into my house one day and threatened me and my family and my baby daughter. And you know what? I don't think those people you buy debts off will be so keen to work with you anymore. So don't threaten me, you fucker. Don't threaten me or my family. Oh, I like you. Fuck you! Jim, I like her. Get him out! You heard her. (laughs) What's this, Jim? Not getting carried away, are you? You're wasted on him, do you know that? You want to get yourself a real man. Get him out! Get out of here, you fucking... Dear old... Dear... With all that carrying on, you woke up the babby. Now, Louise, I wanted to keep everything nice and calm so as not to upset our baby Beth. But you have to go and spoil it all with all that nasty yelling and cursing. I'll take care of it. Get him out. We'll talk when he's gone. That sounds ominous, eh, Jim? Get out! That's my very favourite jacket you're molesting there. What's that? Louise is singing. Quite a sweet little voice she has there. Does she ever sing to you, Jim? I'll fucking kill you. No, Jim. We can't have that. Jim, when I said I admired your honesty, your total honesty, we both know that there was a little more to that story of yours, don't we? Listen to that, Jim. Listen to the lovely Louise singing. Singing to little baby Beth. I tell you, Jim, you almost make me wish I'd have settled down myself here tonight. Hearing a tender little voice, soothing a new, delicate little life to sleep, with words she's yet to even understand. She doesn't need to understand them. All she knows is that her mammy's there, looking after her. And Daddy, not far off. Isn't that right, Jim? Keeping her safe and secure from the big bad world out there. Thank you, Jim, for unhanding me. I don't know what I would have done if you'd have teared my favourite jacket. Now, why don't we sit down nice and calm and see if there isn't a way around this without upsetting anyone any further. What do you want? Here. Me and Jim came to an understanding. That's a lovely singing voice you have there. Very delicate. What was that you were singing? About sheeps and wolves? Very nice. Sent the babby off to sleep, did it? Or did she need a feed? Jim, I don't want him here. I don't want him here either, but he is here, Louise. I'm sorry. It's my fault. But he's here and we need to just sort something out. Fine. A cup of tea would be lovely, Louise. Two sugars. We'll get the money. How? Jim wants to know how, Louise. We'll find your money. How, Louise? What, are we all going to pop over to Manchester and organise a whip round for you? If only it were that easy, Louise. Although, apparently it is for some. But I'll tell you what, you convince me you can pay me the money at some time, say, before I kick the bucket, which I plan on being a long time from now, and if you convince me, I'll go. I don't need to convince you. You don't have a right to be in this house. You don't own this house because we owe you money. Not yet, Louise, not yet. You're not nearly as funny as you think. That's what me dear old ma used to say. She must have been very proud. Sore spot there, Louise. I'm afraid I'm very sensitive on that point. So if you don't mind, you won't mention her again. Not unless you want me to break your fucking jaw. 
That stopped the conversation dead. What? Did you not know I was going to threaten you with physical violence at some point? Look, lads, I'm a debt collector. Look at this. I even have a pair of knuckle dusters. I was going to use them on Jim only a moment ago. I was going to break his nose for manhandling me. Isn't that gas, Louise? No? I have all sorts of dirty tricks, me. I told you it wouldn't be a fair fight. We'll pay. Please just leave us alone. But then you're going to go to the press. Isn't that it, Louise? And you're going to ruin this little enterprise I've got going for myself. I won't. So, that was just talk? Yes. And you promise you'll pay back the money? Yes. Yes. Trouble is, Louise, if I thought there was any chance of you paying me back this money, then I'd never have come here to begin with. Jim knows that. That's why he's got his little boy lost face on again. You see, Louise, you were quite right to pick me up on that point you made earlier. Your background. Though you live the lifestyle, you do not have a middle-class background. Which is unfortunate. Very unfortunate, because the mummy and daddy's house in Shank Hill is not exactly benefiting from all this housing boom that's hitting the rest of the city. Location, 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 and it's fucking shite, shite, shite. So the mummy and daddy's house is worth fuck all. And you have four brothers, isn't it? One sister. Which means, even if, God forbid, the mummy and daddy were to kick the bucket, you'd be due... Fuck all, divided by six. So that's not a runner. And poor old Jim here, the daddy who knows where, the mummy kicked the bucket already. You don't have an inheritance. If you had an inheritance, I might have been able to see you getting clear. As it is, I don't see it. Not unless I help you. Help us. It's like that song you were singing, Louise. I'm going to be your shepherd. I'm going to lead you away from the big bad wolf. And before you say it, Louise, I'm not the big bad wolf here. The big bad wolf is the debt. That's what's threatening to blow this lovely house of yours down. Not me. Me. I'm a fellow shepherd. In wolf's clothing. Such a cynic, isn't she, Jim? I don't know. I'm starting to wonder how you put up with such a cynic night and day. We don't like that kind of scepticism in modern-day Dublin, do we, Jim? We like people who think everything will work out no matter what. Cynicism is bad for the economy. Get on with us. All right, business. Now, you two owe me 35 grand, which is a lot of money, it must be said. Now, you've no way of repaying that, no way of getting out of it. This... Lovely little house of yours, what with 100% mortgage, will be gone in no time flat. You'll be out in the street, no job, no prospects. Poor little Beth suckling on Mammy's undernourished breast. How's she going to grow up strong with Mammy and Daddy so stressed and underfed and miserable? It's bleak. It's bleak. It's positively Dickensian. But there's light at the end of the tunnel, you see. First off, I'm willing to write off half tonight. How? What? No exclamations of surprise or relief. No hugging and grateful kissing. How? I want Jim here to take a drive for me. No. Does she make all the decisions in this house, Jim? Let him finish. boy, Jim. Don't let her emasculate you like that. Now, Jim here will go and collect a car for me. He'll drop it off at a certain address, collect another car and drive that one back here. When he gets here, safe and sound... Half of your burden will be relieved. The other half we can work out again. 
What's in the car? I'm sorry, Louise. I thought I heard you ask something there, but I couldn't quite make it out. You think we're going to let you make us do this without knowing what risk we're taking for you? Yes, I do. He won't do it. I think he will. You really are pathetic. We're in debt to you. Fine. But that's just money. You think you can turn us into something like you just because of money. We're not like you. We're not driving your car full of fuck knows what to fuck knows where, alright? You think Jim would put at risk being with me? With his baby for that? You're crazy. Sure, Jim, am I crazy? I stole from the bank. Oh, You're after doing it now, Jim. You're after spoiling the whole thrust of me argument. Here was I subtly alluding to things, and you go and blurt out a thing like that. The account I got into trouble over. I stole money from it to pay for the house. Jim. Poor little Louise. Her whole world starts to crumble. Honest, reliable Jim is not the man he was. Shut up. Jim, tell me. You were in hospital with Beth, and, and the sale of the house wasn't going to go through because... Well, I couldn't find the money. I just needed this small amount of money, really. Just this next instalment of the deposit or the whole thing wouldn't go through. If I could just move this one amount from this account to ours, just till I could save enough... It didn't seem like it was so much. He's right, Louise. It's like everything changes when you're faced with something like that. Suddenly things that seemed unthinkable don't seem unthinkable anymore. It's like everything I had, you, the house, Beth... Like it was all built on quicksand and it was all about to slip underneath. What could I do? What could I do? I I couldn't let it slip away from me. Not for just a small amount of money. Tell her about the account you stole from, Jim. How do you know all this? Tell her about the account. She'll understand, Jim. Anybody would. It was a property magnate. They were our biggest clients. The father of a guy I went to school with. They had so much money, Louise. Too much to miss this tiny little deposit I needed and they wouldn't have but I fucked up the paperwork I was so tired I couldn't sleep at all I hadn't slept in days I just fucked up some of the paperwork and it would have been alright otherwise but they found out and they asked me to leave and they hushed it up because they didn't want a scandal doesn't break your heart Louise does it just break your heart the injustices of modern Dublin eh there's this fat cat, more money than he knows what to do with, buying up land left, right and centre, throwing bongs to the county council, and then there's poor little Jim. Poor honest little Jim, wife in the hospital, down payment paid in the house. He dips his hand in this oversized cookie jar and he gets caught. Doesn't it just break our fucking heart? You should have told me. You shouldn't have kept it to yourself. I wouldn't have cared. Has anyone got a hanky? He told me what happened. So you don't have that to hang over him now. You've nothing to use as leverage anymore so you can forget your little car journey. Jim, you can't do it. He'll only turn around and back out of the deal when you get back. It's not as if we can trust him. Even if we believed him, he wouldn't write off that kind of money unless what he was asking you to do was risky. Too risky for him to do. she got a point there, Jim. It's drugs, isn't it? I thought I heard you ask something there, Jim, but I couldn't quite make it out. I'm not doing it. Jim. I'm not doing it. There you are. Jim, let's not make any rash decisions because of the little lady here. You're your own man, Jim. I'm making my decision. I'm not doing it. We had a friend who died from an overdose. I'm sorry. I can't be part of that. I can't. I want to get out of this. I do, but I can't. Not like that. Well, this is something. This really is something. A united front. I didn't expect that at this late hour. 
It's inspiring. That's what it fucking is. I tell you, it gives me hope for the modern marriage. Couples like you, you give me hope for the modern marriage in these throwaway, disposable times. Well, Jim, left or right? What? Which one's your favourite, Jim? The left or the right? Flick over, please. Put away the knife. Stop, please. You must have a favourite one now, Jim. Don't be shy. Which one of your wife's tits can you do without? Jim, Jim! Stop, stop, please, please. Left or right, Jim? Which one will I cut off, Jim? Your choice, Jim. Left or right? Left or right? Left or... Fucking right! I'll do it! I'll do it! Please! Please! Alright, Jim. Alright, Louise. Let's all calm down. Take a deep breath. Don't forget, we're on a schedule now. Jim, you have a ten minute walk ahead of you. Now pay attention. Pay the fuck attention, Jim. Listen to me. This is a set of keys. You go straight down Cork Street and take a left at Old Oak Lane. Dead ahead is the gates to an apartment complex. You'll use this buzzer to get in the gates and you walk down the steps in your right to the car park. You'll find a car there, a white 1985 Mercedes. The reg is here, along with the address and directions to where you're going with it. It's a quiet little street in a quiet little suburb. Once you get to there, you'll stop under the third lamplight on the right, which will be busted, and you get out. You leave the engine running. You walk around the block once and then lo and behold, the Merkel will be gone and in its place will be a red Ford Fiesta. You drive here in that car. You do all that, Get back here in time, with no trouble, and we're halfway to getting you out of this debt you're in. You fuck me around, talk to anyone at all on your way, call anyone so much as stop to spit, your wife and your baby will die. Now, I'm not fucking stupid, so don't think I can't see you just because I'm here. You're going to be watched, and if anything even looks like it shouldn't look, you won't ever see Louise or Beth again, alright? She's not staying here. Jim. You can't stay here with him. Well, alright, Jim. Louise, I'll stay here on my own and look after the babby, shall I? You'll show me the ropes, though, will you, Louise, where you keep the bottle and the nappies and all that? Jim, I have to stay. Jim, she says she has to stay. I'm sure we'll find some way to pass the time. If you fucking touch her. All right, Jim, only messing. No sense of humour. Better get going, though. Don't want to be late. Wait. Jim, wait. Jim can't wait. Jim has to go. Jim, no. Not like this. Jim, no. Not like this. What do you want? The kiss, is it? Go on then. I won't look, I promise. He's not going. Louise. Louise. He'll do it, but only for the whole amount. For, for the whole 35,000. Not half. Those are the terms. Louise, Louise, you're a beautiful, naive little lamb. You know that? You really are. You think I'm going to let you off 35 fucking grand for one little car trip? Come on now. Let's get our business heads on. You didn't spend 35 grand buying our debts, did you? That's not the way it works. You pay less because they don't want the hassle anymore. True, Louise, true. But what makes you think this deal of mine is worth anything like what you owe me? Because you wouldn't have set all this up, spent so much time looking into us, if it wasn't something big. He's not going unless when he comes back, we don't have to see you again. She's a keeper, Jim, she really is. Now me, I've never been the settling type. Never really understood the impulse, but a girl like that in your side, Jim, a girl like that in your side... And you can see your way through fucking anything. Just five fucking minutes ago, I was about to cut off one of her tits. I would have done it too. She knows I would have done it. And here she is trying to make a fucking deal with me. Louise, my dear Louise, you have got yourself a fucking deal. You won't come back. You won't ask anything again. Louise, you'll be debt free. From me at least. I'll even leave you that little car of yours. I wouldn't want you and Beth to have to walk all the way to the supermarket, would we? You swear? Look at that, Louise. Jim wants me to swear on me mammy's life. All right. 
Good stuff, Jim. Now you better get going. There's a good chap. What if there's a problem? Just stay calm. Put on your game face. All right, buddy? Happy days. You'll be all right. I love you. I love you. I love you. How sweet. See you after, Jim. Remember now, Jim, a fella like me has eyes all over the place, so watch your step. See you after. Alone at last. What? What's in the car? You're wasted on Jim, you know that? Louise, safe to say it's something worth an awful lot of money that you wouldn't exactly like to be caught with. Why not just pay somebody to drive it? Because some people only think of themselves. See, unfortunately, the kind of people willing to do this kind of thing voluntarily don't have a lot to lose. Most of them can't think beyond their next fix, and that's no good to me, Louise. I, I need someone who has something real to lose. And Jim, well, he's got an awful lot to lose, hasn't he? What he's got to lose, Louise. No wonder he took the chance at the bank. He wouldn't have lost me. No? You'd still respect him, would you? Broke, living in a bedsit, scraping pennies together, working minimum wage. It wouldn't be like that. He's clever. He can do other things. What other things? Telly sales. If he'd have told me. What? You'd have put him right. No money, big employers, do you? That would give a guy like him no reference. Wouldn't want to look too closely at his employment history a chance. No. Don't suppose you do, Louise. Not many of those big wigs on the Sea Hill Road in Shankill. That's where you grew up, wasn't it? I used to know a girl from there. Right firecracker she was. Little common for my taste. Not that I'm saying you're common, Louise. Far from it. Where do you get all this stuff from, Alice? Between you and me, Louise, all that comes pretty easy to me. See, I've sort of a way with people. Particularly with Dublin people. An old lady down the road. Bridie, she's called. <laughs> Bridie, it's gas, isn't it? Real old Dublin name. They don't make them like Bridie anymore. Well, Bridie knows more about your husband than you do yourself. Seen him out driving around, she had. Knew something was up with the job. All she wanted was someone on her wavelength to talk to, and that's what I'm good at. At picking up on people's wavelengths. That's one of the few things I'm really good at, Louise. Though, there's one or two others. There's the babby again, probably wanting her feed. I fed her earlier. Ah, oh, shame. Bring her down here and give us a look at her. I'd rather not, thanks. Uh, I'm not asking, Louise. I can't have you up there on your own now that Jim's not here. Who knows what might happen. Bring her down here to talk to her Uncle Dara. I'd better see to her. There she is. 
How's the baby? Ah, how's my little Beth? Ah, she's a looker, isn't she? Like our mom, aren't you? You'd be breaking hearts in no time. Here, you were singing to her earlier, weren't you? That did the trick. How'd it go again? Hush now, little shepherd. Wasn't that it? Hush now, little shepherd. The sheep are in the field. Jeez, it works and all. How's the rest of it go? Hush now, little shepherd. The wolf is far from thee. Hush now, little shepherd. The wolf is far from thee. Please don't. Ah, I'm only being affectionate, Louise. You want to do the right thing by Jim, and I understand that, but this is the right thing. You see, I let Jim go off there thinking I'd agreed to your little suggestion. And in a way I had, but you can't honestly expect me to write off 35 grand for one little favour, can you? No, I'll need one more from you before Jim gets back. Then we'll be all square. No. No. You said you swore. On me mammy's life. <laughs> Only she's dead, you see, so that wasn't much of an oath. Why don't we put the baby down? No! Louise, we don't want anyone getting hurt now, do we? Let's put the baby down, huh? Now that she's off. Baby, shh. Baby Beth. See, Louise, she's fine. Come on now. No need to be frightened. Now, dead to the world she is. Take off your clothes, Louise. No. This is happening, Louise, whether you want it to happen or not. So just try and make it easy on yourself. No, I won't. I won't do it. Now, now, Louise. You know how pretty you look when you're sad. Please. I know. I know, Louise. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking it's a terrible thing to have to do. An ugly thing to have to do. And you thought you'd put all that ugliness of the Sea Hill Road behind you. You surrounded yourself with all these pretty things. But underneath. Underneath, you're still the same old girl, aren't you, though? I know you, Louise. You're like me. You're a survivor. You'll do what you have to do, won't you, to protect what you have? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like that. You can't hide it from me, Louise. You don't need to hide it. You crawled your way out of there and you thought you'd never have to go back. I understand, Louise, I do. You bettered yourself and you thought you'd never have to lower yourself again. Well, you do, Louise. One last time. Or all of this will be gone. No. Yes, Louise. All these pretty things, the life you've built up for yourself, the house, honest Jim, and even little baby Beth. you lose them all, Louise. One way or another. It'll all be gone. And then, where'll you be, Louise, but back where you started? Alone and surrounded by all that ugliness. You don't want that, do you? You deserve better, don't you? It'll all be over. You won't come back. I won't come back. On my mother's grave, Louise, I won't come back. That's a good girl. You're doing the right thing.
Fucker. I can see why Jim took all those risks. Sure, if I was coming back to you every night, I'd rob every bank going to keep you sweet. Cheer up now. I don't want Jim thinking anything's amiss, do we? Jim might not be as understanding as all that. You won't... won't tell him. I said I wouldn't, didn't I? Now, be a good girl. Get us a cup of tea, will you? And a couple of biscuits would be nice. Happy days. You did wonders to me back, you know that, Louise? I might have to come back for regular appointments. <laughs> you, you... You said you wouldn't. Well, that was before, though, wasn't it? I didn't know what was in store for me, did I? You erred, Louise, in being too good. <laughs> Only Josh and your love. I swore, didn't I? You said you wouldn't come back. You swore. That's what I said. On your mother's grave. And what if I was to tell you she wasn't dead? You, you said... <laughs> <laughs> Louise, you know what? You're too easy to wind up. You swore. Ah, you're like a broken record. Go and make us a cup of tea. And clean yourself up a bit or Jim will know something's up. You swore. Jesus fucking... I don't like getting angry, Louise, but you're testing my patience. You swore. You know what, Louise? You rate yourself pretty fucking highly, don't you? You think you're worth writing off 35 grand for it, do you? You think that sounds like a reasonable trade for one lousy fuck? You swore. All right, I swore, I swore. What do you want from me? Jesus, you're the type, aren't you, that thinks one sniffy or cunt is enough to drive any man to heel. Now what, Louise? Maybe I'll stick to our little bargain. Maybe I won't. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll make a decision. And no amount of pleading or eyelash fluttering is going to change it for me. So, if I was you, I'll go and clean your face up a bit. Otherwise, Jim might see that his dear beloved wasn't worth robbing a fucking piggy bank over. She spread her legs that quick when he was gone. You won't... won't tell. I'll be good. You won't tell. <laughs> Uh, I won't tell, Louise. I won't tell. Just stop asking all the questions. What happened, happened. Get over it. Deal with it. You did the right thing. The only thing you could do. Now, here, take this. Wipe your face. Thanks. See? It doesn't need to be aggro. You enjoyed yourself, didn't you? Didn't you, Louise? Yeah? Yeah. Good and Jim doesn't have to know a thing, ever, so long as you're good. Now, you look more presentable. Go and get us that tea, there's a good girl. Hush now, little shepherd, the wolf would like his tea. Christ. Louise, what happened? Are you okay? What happened? He's still breathing. Louise. Louise, what did you do? What did you do, Louise? Talk to me. I hit him over the head. He wanted me to make him tea, and he sat down on the couch, and I picked up the fire poker, and I hit him over the head. Then I tied his hands together. He didn't move once. You shouldn't have done that. It's over. It's done. I picked up the car and I went fine. Nothing happened. Oh, it could have been over. He would have left us alone. 
That car out there is full of money. It's drugs money, Louise. I had to. We have to think. Oh. Oh, Louise. Where did all this blood come from? Louise, there's blood everywhere. Louise, what did you do? What did you do? I cut out his tongue. No. I cut out his tongue. He raped me. No, he... He raped me, and then he laughed about it. And he was going to say it. I know he was. Or use it. He wouldn't ever have left us alone. And one day, he would have told you what happened. And the way he would have said it. The way he says everything makes it sound sick. And wrong. And ugly. And I couldn't let him. I couldn't let him talk about it to you. Because you would have believed him. He would have made it sound like something else. He would have made it sound like something else. Louise... You're in shock. You have to understand you did what you did because you're in shock. You didn't know what you were doing. Yes, I did! No, Louise, you're not yourself. He's lost a lot of blood. We have to... We have to go to the police, tell them everything. It doesn't matter anymore what happens to me. All that matters is that you and Beth are safe from him. They'll protect you from him. They can't. Nobody can. You said the car was full of money. Louise, we'll have to call an ambulance. He could die. He's going to. Louise, please. He's going to die. We're going to take his money and we're going to clear our debts. Then we'll start again. You, me and Beth. No, Louise, no. You're not thinking. He came into our home and he raped me and he threatened you and our child and he would have never left us alone. We deserve his money. It's ours. I'm going to call the police, Louise. I'll tell them that it was me who did all this. I brought this on us, on you. I'm going to take care of it. When you're yourself again, you'll see it's the best thing all round. You don't know me! Louise! You never really did. You met me after college. Years after I'd moved away from home. Years after every bit of her. Accent, clothes, way of thinking even was gone. Then he saw it in me. Made me feel as though I were her again. How I hated being common. The word even common. He made me feel like her again so that he could use me and he did. No, Louise, no. You're not yourself. Don't say that. Of course I know you. Please don't talk like that. It's him. He did this to you. He's going to pay for that. I'm going to make sure he does, Louise. But we have to call the police. I'm going to take care of everything for you. You can't. I won't let you. We're going to put him in the car you drove here in. We're going to drive to a place I know near Shankill. We're going to light the car, push it off a cliff. We're going to take his money. Louise, if we get caught, we'll both be sent away. It doesn't matter. There's no other way. Ah, ah. Oh... What do we do? <laughs> you wake up the whole street. We'll have to finish him. It's him or us. Oh, I can't. Hold him then. Hold him still. It's wrong. It's wrong. Hush now, little shepherd. Sheep are in the field. Hush now, little shepherd. The wolf is far from thee. Little shepherd, go to sleep. Little shepherd, rest in peace.
We've been listening to The Shepherd by Garrett Baker. Stephen Ray played Dara, Katie Davis was Louise and Jim was played by Rory Keenan. Music was by Mark Hendrick and sound supervision was by Philip Cook. The Shepherd by Garrett Baker was directed by Sean Rocks. And if you've been affected by anything in this play, help is available at the RTE helplines and you can find them at rte.ie forward slash helplines. The series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.